When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It was a two-part bit. It was directed by Frank Lucas, the movie that started it all. It was two bad jokes in one. I, or two in- <laughs> I, even, I even had a really funny joke that day. I wrote it in my diary later that night. <laughs> yeah, and I said, I'm going to say this. <laughs> oh, man. You're still recording, right? I am. Okay. Maybe this is the show. Yeah, I, I think don't know. this should be the show. You know. All right, so Ant-Man and Wasp, do you want to get into that now? Or, a little, or do you want to talk a little bit about us being, I'm an Ant-Man lover. Yeah, I love the first one. I think, I want to say, it, I did like a top five MCU films at one point, and um, I want to say this is in my top five. Um, but that was like two years ago, maybe. But uh, anyway, yeah, I, I love Ant-Man. I love Paul Rudd. It's hard not to love that guy. Yeah, I would agree. I think this is it's almost like a Will Ferrell movie kind of a thing. Both of these movies are you're if you're into that well, first of all, if you don't like Paul Rudd, there is something seriously wrong with you as a human being. <laughs> exactly. But if you happen to be a disturbed individual and you don't like Paul Rudd, then I can see you not really being into Ant-Man, but I thought yeah, the first one he was amazing. It was really a breath of fresh air, I thought. A nice change up from the ultra serious, ultra dire um, most of the Marvel, you know, Avengers stuff where it's like world ending chaos. This right. is n- really nice. A lot of fun. Yeah. I just was watching, uh, actually right before we were doing the show, I was watching a uh, civil war on, it was like on FX or something. And man, that thing is like dark and serious, especially after seeing Ant-Man and the Wasp now. It's just like, man, yeah. Ant-Man's such a, a breath of fresh air. And I like how it's like a, uh, no pun intended, a smaller story, too. It's not like, again, like you said, it's not about you know, the the end of the world or anything. It's so lighthearted. It's just a fun movie, and it uh, doesn't well, take itself too that. serious. Yeah, I mean, I'm not even... Um, uh, we've talked about this a lot, but I, I don't... I've never read comic books or anything like that, but, you know, this. I think this movie serves that sort of role as that little, like, pocket of a story that's its own little thing, and sometimes they'll interact with the others, but... Uh, yeah, I, I think this almost reminds me of like you you like this one character and you want to read about what this one character does, not necessarily how it relates to the larger world or anything else. Yeah, I mean it does in its own way, but it tells its his own story. Yeah, definitely, and uh, and I like that it's it's almost good in a way that he wasn't in Infinity War, especially with this movie coming out. Like it's it definitely you know helped in that regard to keep him separate and. Uh, have have his own little story again, and obviously this one is it's Ant Man and the Wasp. So he's he's teaming up with uh, uh, Hope Hope Van Dyne again. Hope Van Dyne, I, I believe I'm I've got that name right. Uh, Evangeline Lilly, obviously, yeah, Freckles, team, yeah, for Freckles, uh, team teaming up with her in this movie. Um, do you want to? She's really good. Yeah, yeah, I definitely. Um, I, I really I guess, like her chemistry. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I think they did great chemistry in the first one, this one as well. Um, yeah, I think she's great. I, I almost, uh, looking back in this movie, I feel like maybe she was underused a little. Like, it still felt like an Ant-Man movie. It didn't t- 
totally feel like it was both of their movies. Like it still felt like his movie. So I guess that's maybe one critique I have uh, on it. Um, yes, I mean she did a little bit more though. I thought, and and he kind of walks into a story. I think not to yeah. give too much away. Yeah, that's true. Um, he walks into an existing thing, which it's it, it. He's a really cool character because he's always getting in trouble, but he's such a nice guy. <laughs> I know. You know? Yeah, it just, just yeah, ends up in these situations. Yeah, it's crazy that this nice guy is just there on house arrest, and you know, in the first one, obviously, he's you know just got out of prison. Yeah, uh, and you know, he does different heists and things. He's a burglar, um, and uh, yeah, it's just and then yeah, he then he helps out Captain America. <laughs> and which was a good thing to do. It's funny too because I was thinking, yeah, the Civil War. It took me a minute to figure out. Wait, when did that happen? Because all those movies, for me at least, they tend to run together. Um, right. Yeah. I just, I just, I just watched um, Civil War, Black Panther, and Infinity War all within like a week of each other, just to refresh myself to get ready for Infinity War. So I'm like, wait, was that Infinity War where he did that? Or was that? <laughs> I'm like, what? I know it's hard to. Yeah, it's definitely hard to keep him track, especially yeah when you all watch them all at once like that. Um, yeah, it's just it's it's impossible to not like Paul Rudd. He's just so likable, and yeah, he's great. It's just it's just yeah, he's, it just makes the movie so much that much more charming. Um, so uh, yeah, I mean, might as well get more into the movies. I mean, what's uh, what 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 are some of the pos- positives about this movie? Let's start with that. I really like the cast of this film. I thought almost every actor from top to bottom, with the exception of maybe Judy Greer, who I think I've had my fill of Judy Greer for my whole life. <laughs> yeah. Um, but really, I mean, we got Michael Pena returning. Uh, Walton Goggins was a nice addition. I don't know if you're familiar with him from The Shield or um, he's, he's been, also in uh, Vice Principals. With <laughs> yeah, he's yeah, he definitely plays like a little. He's like definitely a character actor. He plays you yeah, know, those little roles like that. He was in uh, I think Django. He was in Django and Chain, but he was also in uh, Hateful yeah, Eight. Django played 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 a pretty big role in Hateful Eight too. Um, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, I yeah. like him a lot. He's a he's a really good character actor. He's he definitely adds a nice little element to every role he's in. I got some good laughs from Ti. Uh, the guy who was um, the guy who played the uh, Russian. That he's still making me laugh. Randall yeah. Park is hilarious as you know, like Kim Jong Un as an FBI agent. <laughs> right. Yeah. I, yeah. I like Randall Park a lot too. Yeah. He's just. Such a he plays like a charming idiot in this movie, and yeah, just yeah, yeah. It's fun to watch. Yeah, I mean, he's just, great. I had really no complaints with the cast. I mean, even I mean, Judy Greer's whatever. I mean, um, Fishburn. Yeah, I like Fishburn a lot. Um, what's uh, do you have IMDb up right now? What's the actress who played the ghost? I, I've never uh, seen Hannah her John before. Kamen. Yeah, what did you think of her? Um, I thought she was okay. I didn't really care for the character all that yeah, much. Yeah, that's one one uh, the, another negative I would have about it is yeah, I just didn't didn't care about the character, didn't care about her motivations, anything like that. It just was kind of there to be there, like oh, there's some sort of foe to you know get in the way of what they're trying to do. Yeah, although I guess I don't know what how we are on spoilers at this point, um, unless we want to. Talk about that a little bit, or at least give a give a wrap up before we get into any kind of spoilers, or keep it spoiler yeah, free. What are your let's thoughts? Let's do spoiler free a little bit. We'll get into spoilers in a couple minutes. Um, so I thought the performance was okay, but I did like the construction of the movie in that there isn't there isn't. I don't think this is giving too much away. There isn't a there isn't one distinct villain in the film, um, which yeah, I think is to the credit. Yeah, that's the not giving too much away. Um, no, 
And she plays a character named Ghost, um, which you'll, you know, I don't want to get into those details, but it's not just, her, it's not like just Ant-Man and the Wasp versus her. She's got her own sort of story going on, and they, they happen to kind of intersect, I guess, right? Yeah. Yeah, they, she, they just kind of, you know, are a hindrance to what, again, what Ant-Man and the Wasp are actually trying to, their actual mission, you know, they're on what they're trying to do. They just keep getting in the way of that, more like roadblocks, not necessarily foes yeah no for sure but um i think to sum up this movie i'd have to say i'd call it a very fun but also sort of a forgettable movie Uh, there's not much in the way of depth or story in this there's good action it's not too long at two hours although i think they could have even trimmed another 10 or 15 minutes but i mean that's that's to my taste but um, I, I saw it, I think, two days ago, and I don't have a lot of memory of this movie right now. <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, I think it had uh, it definitely had great moments. Uh, I, I mean, I, I pretty much I put it on par with the with the first one, uh, maybe a little less uh, just but just pure joy and entertainment wise. I mean, it's just I'll definitely be flipping this on. This will definitely be in my rotation of just movies to just flip on, I think. Um, yeah, I think so too. It's rewatchable, but yeah. very popcorn heavy. Not, yeah. you don't expect any kind of depth here at all. Which, you know, for this universe to have such a heavy film like Infinity War and then this, this to be the follow-up after that, it's kind of, you know, a relief yeah. to have that lightheartedness. But yeah, I had a lot of fun with this movie and... Um, you know. It's a nice little reset, right? Right. Which brings us back to the fun. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um, I hate doing non-spoiler reviews. It's so hard to, you know, <laughs> say anything. But uh, well, well, so what would you would you recommend this movie? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, if you liked okay. the first yeah, one, I would too. if you liked the first one, I think you're 100 percent gonna like this one too. I mean, um, yeah. maybe not as much as the first one, but uh, but yeah. I mean, it's it's Paul Rudd. It's Paul Rudd being Ant Man. It's uh, there's. Yeah, there's a lot of good comedy in this movie, and and great chemistry between him and Evangeline Lilly. Yeah, yeah, and I, and I like uh, it got a little sciency at, at points where it was kind of hard to understand. But uh, Scott Lang, uh, Paul Rudd's character, obviously, um, you know he he kind of felt what the audience felt. He's like, yeah, I have no idea what you're talking about. And I kind of <laughs> like those those little touches like that. And um, yeah, 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 enjoyable film. This yeah. is a very profound it, review. <laughs> no, but it it it's true. It it is. It's really enjoyable. There's, I mean, there's not a lot of you know deep stuff here. But I, I, as a comparison to say J- the Jurassic World, I'd say go see this one instead if you're if you're debating. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, this is. Um, I got a lot more joy out of this, uh, you know. And this is again, it's not a movie that takes itself seriously. It actually has comedy, like it's it, and on purpose, you know. <laughs> Whereas Jurassic Jurassic World had comedy that wasn't always on purpose. Sometimes, um, yeah, there there are a lot of. I, the more I'm thinking about the movie, I mean, there there's a lot of more. Uh, uh, probably because it's fresh in my mind, but there's a lot of more, more moments that stick out in my mind than the first Hammond does. Um, Obviously, we're recommending this film to go see it. Um, I know earlier you had uh, something spoiler spoiler e uh, that you wanted to say, uh, so let's get into spoilers maybe a little bit here, and uh, and then wrap this thing up and give a rating. Uh, so if you haven't seen the film, go ahead and fast forward a little bit and hear our final rating. Um, so yeah, what's uh, what spoiler talk did you want to mention? Well, yeah, what. I wanted to get into the idea of there's like two, at least two villains in this. You've got Ghost, and then you have the Walton Goggins character, I guess Sonny Birch. Yeah. And then I was also wondering, like, um, what about Hank Pym? Yeah. You know, is he or almost like a villain accidentally, or 
The guy's kind of a dick. I mean, <laughs> yeah, I mean that's kind of what that ghost character. I mean, that's what kind of the picture they painted him as was. Uh, he's not uh, not the greatest guy. Um, and, I mean, uh, he's really like he has this. Um, I, I don't know exactly how it goes back to in the in the comics um, or what the canon is, but he works closely with. Um, with uh, Papa Stark, doesn't he? Uh, yeah, I mean, even in yeah, I, I don't know about comics, uh, you know, in that regard. But in the first Ant Man, like the first scene is him like punching Tony Stark in the face. Yeah, yeah, or, yeah. or Tony Stark's dad in the face. Um, right. So yeah, I mean, so they like, they worked closely. Yeah, so it's like he has these the science of his own creation that ends up creating like these like um, not it just creates chaos and like destruction around him in a sense. It feels like like a lot of the problems are because he he kind of like did something a crazy scientific thing that then creates this problem like trapping his wife in the microscopic world or you know things like that and having people come after him for his technology and he's really not a nice guy so I, I wonder if he's almost like I don't really want to call him a villain in a sense yeah. but but yeah I mean, we wouldn't be doing all this stuff and jumping through these hoops if he wasn't who he was and what yeah. he did you know <laughs> yeah exactly I mean he was he's He's a criminal, uh, in a sense. I mean, he's he's running from the law, but uh, I mean, to his credit, I mean, the whole his with his wife situation, he was gonna, you know, go to the quantum realm. You know, he was gonna do that, and it yeah. malfunctioned, so she decided to do it instead. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I like Michael Douglas. I think he's you know good good for the role. Um, and then obviously we have Michelle Pfeiffer playing uh, playing his wife in this. What did you think of that whole how they handled? All this. I thought that was pretty neat, really creative, and yeah, I guess yeah, going back to the very opening of this, where they're, um, which we learned in the first Ant Man, that him and his wife are trying to disarm this nuclear weapon, and she ends up has to shrink so far, and she ends up going into that quantum world to disable the bomb. Um, but yeah, no, I mean Michelle Pfeiffer, I, I don't know. I mean, I think her time is kind of passed. <laughs> <laughs> I, I hate I to mean, say it that way, but yeah, um, um, I, mean, I didn't I, get much of a riveting performance from her. Not that I need it, but. Yeah. I, whereas where I thought the cast in general was very strong, um, I, you know, I think her and maybe, you know, Judy Greer were the ones. Yeah. I mean, her, I mean, kind of left it. I wasn't too, I mean, it wasn't uh, anything. It's just kind of there, right? Yeah, it was there. Like, it, I, I wouldn't say it was bad or anything. I, you know, it was cool seeing her again. I feel like I haven't seen her in anything in, in forever. Um, but uh, I loved when, when Paul Rudd uh, was her, like she was in Paul Rudd's body. That yeah, part was hilarious. great. Like that was even good acting <laughs> by Paul Rudd to just like kind of yeah. just totally change like his mannerisms <laughs> and everything. Like you just knew something was up as soon as he became her. Uh, so that was cool. Uh, that's where things got confusing. I was like, because he went to the quantum realm, so that means he has access to it in his mind. Like I, I didn't know how right. any of that worked. I guess you don't really need to know. I mean, <laughs> um, no, I mean that's yeah, that's not really. It's just for good fun. Yeah, somehow yeah, got into the mind. Yeah, yeah. And but it, I, I did. I did like. Go ahead. Do you have something else? No, it's just the the. Uh, I don't want you to lose your thought because I'm kind of going off the rails here. But uh, the um, I like how they, they had the classic you know sequel where the original technology isn't working right, so he's not able to always shrink all the time. And I loved yeah. when he was in the classroom and <laughs> looking like a little kid running around in that in that huge oversized sweatshirt. Uh, so yeah, th- that's one of the great moments I'm talking about. And then when he's huge at the San Francisco Bay, um, just a couple cool moments because of that whole suit uh, suit malfunction. Remember uh, memorable moments. 
<laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, that was basically where I was kind of headed to, which is this this gimmick that we talked about a while ago of the the shrinking and expanding. Yeah, it's such a great thing to use in film because it's endless, right? You could you can do that like they did with the cars shrinking. Yeah. And although why they had to necessarily stay on the road and you know all that. But, <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know, you could, it's like just, just escape, right? <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> why are you uh, but, still no, in the same lane? <laughs> I know, right? Like, well, just following behind you just because you're smaller. Apparently, they're not, yeah, you're not disappearing, I guess, or something. <laughs> but it's so much fun, right? I mean, they do it with the uh, the lab. It becomes like the MacGuffin of the movie, right? right. The shrinking lab into yep. a piece of luggage that motivates all the characters. Like, they go after this thing, and then it, 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 it gets really big, and then it gets really small, and they're always chasing this thing. That's what moves the story. <laughs> right. But it's great. It, it never really gets old. Yeah, it, it makes the possibilities endless with this movie. Like It's just like, yeah. oh, I mean, d- this building doesn't fit here anymore. Let's take it somewhere else. Yeah, yeah I we'll love drink those. it, put it in the van, and then, or we have, I love the, they have like the matchbox um, <laughs> thing of all these cars that are in the little box. Right. Just pick the one you want. Throw it on the on the on the asphalt, expand it, get in and drive. <laughs> yep. <laughs> That's great. Yeah, that created an awesome moment with Michael Pena when he he opens up the <laughs> opens up the cars. <laughs> and, uh, yeah. Yeah, I love Michael Pena, man. He's he's yeah, just great. And he's the highlight of you know, one of the highlights of both these movies. Uh, is uh him. speaking of uh Walton Goggins being in the Shield, Michael Pena was also in the Shield. So uh, I know I like yeah, to talk Michael about Pena's that. Michael Pena's done some dramatic a lot of dramatic roles too. Um, yeah. but, uh, and I love the tr- whole truth serum part. That was great. Um, <laughs> it's truth serum. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I love, yeah. The actor, uh, uh, Davian Ladwa, who, uh, was administering it. He's like, it's not, it's not truth serum. It's uh, whatever, of uh, whatever he names the chemicals. And then yeah. eventually, then at the end, they're like, <laughs> they're just saying everything. That was great. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, that's, that's pretty much it I, I love the the imagery of when they're actually in the quantum realm like when michael douglas gets there like it's so cool looking um yeah and they showed those um i don't know what they're called off the top of my head but the the those little like um floating like bear thingies that were gonna eat paul rudd yeah remember yeah, that like the those par- are real parasites or whatever yeah, that, that's actually like a real thing. That's a real or- microscopic organism that they discovered like a couple of years ago. Yeah, that's um, crazy. I, I, for- I forget the name of it, but that, I thought that was a nice touch actually, putting a little bit of real science into the movie. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, that was cool. And yeah, it looked cool too. So, um, But uh, the ghost uh, villain, yeah, that yeah. Didn't, didn't do much for me there. I, I didn't mind the acting. It just the character wasn't there. Yeah, exactly. Like it was just something there like – to give her, you know, a cool little, I guess, power. I don't even know if you would call it a power, but um, no, yeah, just it's she can go through walls, things like that. But uh, yeah, it didn't didn't do much fun, for me though. either. I didn't take her that seriously, and I guess that's kind of the thing of the movie, right? Not to take it very seriously. I mean, they played gag after gag, like uh, the uh, Randall Park character, the FBI agent chasing. It's basically because Paul Rudd's supposed to be under house arrest, and he's getting out of jail in three days. And they keep visiting his house because the thing, the monitor keeps going off. I mean, this, they did that like f- three times. Four yeah, times. I know. <laughs> and like... never got caught, miraculously. <laughs> it's just popcorn. That's all. It's just fun. Yeah, it's, it's just exactly. all it is. Like, I never rolled my eyes or anything. It was never, uh, no, it... yeah. Um, good fun. The movie did end abruptly. Like, when it ended, I was like, oh, that. They're ending it, ending it there. That's one thing I was just kind of thrown off by. But now that thinking back on it, it makes sense how it ended. It's just, 
um, you know, they they get done with what they needed to get done, and then he gets back, and they let him go on house arrest, and then it's like, oh, it's yeah. over. <laughs> that, that's how we're ending it. And then it ended, and I, I stood up with my wife and walked out of the theater. Now, most people were sitting down still, waiting for post credit scenes, uh, but I... I, I don't I don't do post credits so <laughs> you you walked away all pretentiously looking back like <laughs> yeah these I gave presents. everybody the finger as I yeah. rounded the corner <laughs> I don't stay for after credit scenes suckers yeah I'm right there with uh, director James Mangold who says <laughs> it's you know ridiculous and pretentious and you know it's uh, if you're gonna make a movie put put it in the movie and and that's it you know I don't need to I've heard the argument that uh, I can't believe I'm going on the, on about this but. You know, it's good to sit there and watch the all the people that contributed to the movie. But is that true? You know, I mean, when I <laughs> when I drink a can of Coca Cola, I don't need to know the list of all the people that contributed to that <laughs> can of Coca Cola. I mean, I I drink it and I'm done, right? I mean, I good consumed analogy. the movie. Yes, and good now I'm leaving. <laughs> yep, yep. <laughs> um, but uh, for this particular after credit scene, I do feel like you did uh, yourself a disservice by not at least staying for the first one, because um, the first ones now there are, are always two. Usually, yeah, there's one like right after like the cartoon credits, and then one at the very end of the credits. Which the one at the very okay. end of the credits is hardly ever important. It's just a little tiny scene. Um, okay. Whereas this one, so what do we get in this one? Very good. Um, so yeah, I mean they're going. It's you know they're one big happy family. They're going to send Scott real quick to the quantum realm to get a sample of something to then. I don't even know what it's just a sample of something from the quantum realm. Um, so it's the three of them standing out there. They send him there. He gets what he needs to get, and then he's like, "All right, guys, I'm ready. Bring me back." And they said, "Okay, we're bringing you back in three, two. And he's like, "Haha, very funny, guys. Very funny." And then still silence. We get nothing. He's like, guys, what are you doing? What are you doing? Like, why aren't you bringing me back? Come on. So he's stuck in the quantum realm. And then they flash back to where they were with the lab. And you just see ashes. Similar to what uh, at the end of Infinity War when everyone was disappearing, turning into ash. So uh, we have... So they were, they're the ones that died along with? Yep. They died at the snap. They uh, so um, the wasp, Hank Pym, and Hank Pym's wife are victims of Thanos's destruction of half the universe. The Thanos is a real asshole. Yeah, come on. It's just <laughs> Guys, he truly he truly is a grimace. Um, <laughs> but uh, but yeah, I thought it was a cool way to tie in Infinity War. Like okay, it's like, okay all these events happened, you know, right before Infinity War. So here, here's the state of the, you know, where these characters are at, you know, after this first Infinity War movie, and now we got Scott Lang slash Ant Man stuck in the quantum realm. So it's like, how is, you know, how are they going to incorporate that now in the second Infinity War? And so yeah, yeah. So do you thought it was is that your cool. guess? What's next for Ant Man then? Is do you think you'll see him in Avengers Four? I saw, yeah, I think so. I saw some theories it might have something to do with Captain Marvel, um, which yeah, I don't know. Um, don't know how that's going to be incorporated. I don't know much about Captain Marvel or anything, but uh, she's going to fly around and save everybody, or something like that. I don't know. I saw that 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 just wrapped. I yes, guess right, just wrapped filming. And did you see? Totally unrelated, but I just saw the news that uh, Joaquin Phoenix is going to be uh, starring in a Joker origin movie. <laughs> yeah, I came across that. I think yesterday. That sounds really interesting. I know. I am very intrigued by that. Like I, I've love Joaquin Phoenix lately and just anything he comes out he like he's love his acting style and everything like that. Yeah. 
I like him too. So that that'll be a Fox thing. No, it's a Warner Brothers, uh, DC. Oh, Warner Brothers. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, and I don't know because I mean Jared Leto was the Joker, so I don't know if they're like totally just revamping that series. No one really knows. Jared Leto. Oh, in the uh, what was that movie? He was in uh, Suicide Squad. That's right, Suicide. Yeah, I which, didn't see that. Yeah. Well, you didn't miss much. Um, but uh, okay. yeah, I think that was cool. <laughs> but anyways, Ant Man and the Wasp. Let's give her a rating. What's uh, what do you rate this uh, sequel to Ant Man? I'm gonna give it two stars and three and a half buckets of popcorn. I uh, I don't think this is a this is kind of a you can watch it once and be done with it if you like it enough if you love the char- the actors and the characters enough I could see this one being something you throw on but there's not a lot of quality here but it's highly entertaining so good summer good good summer popcorn movie for me yeah yeah I'm pretty much right there with you I'm a little higher on the quality I do two and a half stars uh, three and a half buckets of popcorn um, yeah it's Again, I feel like the like it felt like an Ant Man sequel. It felt like an Ant Man movie, and for them to call it and the Wasp, I just feel like they should have put her at the forefront a little bit more. Um, but maybe in a second watch, I might think differently. I just can't remember her really being like front and center, like him, you know. Um, but uh, but yeah, that's, yeah, that's kind of what I was thinking. It's a little bit forgettable. Uh, yeah, it's really entertaining, but you know, you go back and you think, well, what did they do for two hours? I'm not really quite sure. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they had a lot of they had a lot of fun action, and it was great. And even um, there's that I think they showed this in the trailer about uh, that little action scene in the kitchen with the knife and all right. that stuff. That was really good. Yeah. That extended bit was a lot of fun. Definitely, yeah, a uh, lot of lot of uh, like I said, fun moments in this movie. Absolutely. So yeah, there we go. Our another blockbuster that is our review film. Of Ant-Man. Yep, our review of Ant Man and the Wasp. Our, another blockbuster film, summer film done. Our next one, I don't know. Maybe we'll do Skyscraper. I know we definitely want to do Mission Impossible uh, Fallout. Definitely looking forward to that one. So uh, oh, yeah. for sure, yeah, I love Mission Impossible series, and I love Tom Cruise. <laughs> <laughs> Me too, man. Me too. So yeah, I'm definitely excited to see that. So, uh, Tom Cruise has made like 50 movies, and I think like three of them were bad. Maybe yeah, seriously, <laughs> and yeah, all of them have made money. So yeah. Um. All right. Well, that is it for us, folks. Be sure to follow us on Twitter at BlockbusterCast. I am at BC Cord. I'm at Dave underscore Quist. And give us reviews on iTunes or your favorite podcast platform. Rate us, subscribe to us. We'd appreciate it. We would absolutely love it. Any final thoughts, my friend? My final thought is I love Paul Rudd and I watch pretty much anything he's in, including Ant-Man and the Wasp, which I found highly enjoyable. I recommend it to everybody. Find it in a theater near you. (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely, man. (laughs) All right, folks. Well, that is it for us. For Dave, I'm Ben. And as always, grab some popcorn, grab some snacks. We'll catch you guys at the movies.